0: Different strokes, different folks. Is that a <laughs> song? Or are you just... I don't know. I, oh, I, I oh, feel. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you're different talking about. Different strokes for different yeah. folks. Du- 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 every du- every
1: every
0: is that what that is? Yes. I think
1: I just had to say that. Yeah, yeah. That's why at first I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, hmm. oh, no, no, that's an actual thing. I knew I was gripping onto something. Yes, you were gripping to wrestling. Welcome to oh. AEW Double for Wednesday, July fifth. Is, is it? Is it? Uh, am, am I just really uh, making it inorganic and forced now? These
0: uh, introductions, I feel. Well, I think that like people really tune in for the uh, strained artifice. Okay. Well, in that case, then
1: we are giving the people what they want. And what they want is no Teresa Gumbrecht. She um, is gone. Gone. Yeah. Uh, that is actually the opposite of what anybody wants. But here we are. Just me and Calder solo. Yes. Calder solo. Yes. Uh, Chan and Calder solo duo. Duo. duo, Duolo. Duolo. Here to talk AEW uh, Dynamite, a show.
0: Yeah, that's what I. That's what I understand.
1: Let's see. Uh, let's see if we can get twenty minutes out of this because I feel like without Teresa, it's just just going to go
0: off the rails, and they'll be like,
1: uh, "Thing happened." Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Good. Okay, let's mm. move on.
0: Yeah, well, I I feel like uh the yeah the 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 more people are involved the more uh, like uh, interactions that there are that can cause like uh, side talk. Uh, but the fewer people there are, the less sense it makes to do that. And then when you get down to one person, that's the, the real platonic ideal. Because if you manage to get into side talk at that point, you're, you're really crazy. Here's the thing. That is absolutely uh, what it would be
1: if it were just me solo. And the whole point of me doing podcasts is so I don't have to listen to the voices in my head. I can listen to other people and uh, go like, "Oh, thank God! Every everyone else in here is quiet now." So, <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is, you better talk more, or I okay, will yeah. lose it.
0: Okay, I will do lots of talking and uh, and let me tell you, uh, I I have a crypto okay, opportunity for it. you that is this really is not, different.
1: No, this is not
0: working. <laughs> it's that's we, passe say now. I think right. <laughs> uh, crypto- we
1: start out. With uh, uh a glorious match, uh Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy and Darby well, Allen. Well, but well of course we, we, we even, Yeah,
0: before that, sorry, yeah.
1: Is a is a uh Darby has asked Keith for time to speak uh with uh, uh Renee holding the microphone they their backstage and like, okay, what is this about? And basically he just Says Keith, like been a giant piece of shit, and he better come bring it.
0: I think it's interesting that like um, you have to, if you want to interact with one of the other wrestlers, you have to officially like you have to put your name down on the sign up sheet. Like it's like Renee Paquette will officiate an interaction between you and someone of your choice, and you you're like okay. Darby Allen uh and they're like okay uh it, you like you know you can have uh, like 15 minutes in the game room or whatever uh <laughs> you know like you know, like uh, um when I stayed at a hostel like you could reserve the tv uh so I assume it's a similar deal uh but you can't Or it's weird, like I don't know. It's just weird that sometimes there there can be organic like interactions, and sometimes it's like Darby Allen. You requested this time, you have the floor, and like okay, this is formal. Well, here is uh, this is what what it does is it
1: exposes uh, two things: one, uh, Darby's weakness on the mic; Uh, two, Orange Cassidy's genius because. His particular thing is such that if you give him something really contrived and and dumb, he his vibe is just sort of like, uh yeah, they asked me to do this thing. I think it's stupid, but like, oh whatever, we have to, you know, do this so that people will want to watch the match. Uh you suck. Okay, bye. Hmm. Yeah. And if, yeah, he, he, if he this had been so Orange it would have been great you'd be like oh god he like uh, you know we he, he's uh showing us the artifice but doing it in such a way that we enjoy it on another level great and uh like i'm not saying darby allen is weak i'm saying that in when you ask him to to sell a um a bit of contrivance he does not do a good job of it no, most yeah. wrestlers don't do a good job of it um and it's yeah, it's a shame because the he gets the next segment where he shows off what he's really good at. We could have just replaced Darby with Orange in this, and it would have been just a it would have
0: knocked it out of the park. Because yeah, the match as it,
1: itself was great.
0: As it was, uh Keith Lee is the one who gets the the witty brevity moment. Yeah. Uh I and Keith. Okay, I, I'm only
1: mentioning this because uh, um, my uh, voice uh, uh, um, dictator, uh, what do you call that word? word uh, voice? Your word, your word for your... My, my, my word for your, Yes, that's that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, translated um, Keith Lee's thing. Uh, ballsy. Stupid, but ballsy. That's what he said. And what my notepad picked up was palsy, mm. stupid, but two T's, but ball, and then capital Z presumably because dragon ball Z is. Mm. So I thought, but ball Z that's, that's surely some anime. I'll, I'll transcribe that. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I subscribe to the, the premier, uh, anime, uh, streaming service. I'll check and see if that's there. There you go. The the report back next week. will do.
1: Uh, Oh boy. Homework. <laughs> uh, this was a hell of a good match, though, because, like, obviously, as as much as a contrivance as it is, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, swerving and Keith together, uh, they're both amazing. Oh, Orange yeah. and Darby are both amazing. Um, you know, uh, D- Keith gets to throw people around. Oh my god, you know, in that terrifying way he does.
0: And I don't know why um, it impresses me consistently as much as it does because. It, it it it's all very like you know f- foreseeable and and predictable and and obviously like uh, that's how it's going to be like uh, uh, Keith Lee is enormous and uh, and Darby is is a whippet uh, so of course like he's going to like fling him like like wildly but it 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 just is so impressive.
1: Well, they don't overuse it. You know, we don't see the spot every week. Um, all four men know what they're doing, you know, very much so, and so they know how to sell it and how to, you know, time it and you know put it together. So, and then you mix it up with with the very different vibes, like Orange doing the big double chop spot, you know. Oh yeah, smack, yeah, smack, two hands, <laughs> two hands, whoa, smack, or it's not even a smack. He just puts his hands on him, and the crowd, ah. God bless this Alberta crowd.
0: Oh, my God. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, like there's there's going to be like far more to say about, about, uh, about the audience, but they were game throughout, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: they start chanting, holy shit, for this spot, which is, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> um, it could have it
0: could have almost garnered a you sick fuck. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, if it weren't the very opening match, it probably would have pulled it out. mm <laughs> Uh, you got that stair spot where uh, freaking swerve puts Darby underneath the steel steps, and then uh, 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 Orange jumps on Keith's back. Keith walks up the stairs. Uh, just, just ridiculous, ridiculous one. Oh
0: it, like, uh, it's, it's 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 this quartet of people who like largely i i guess this isn't really what what keith does exactly because he's the one who inflicts the punishment but we, you have like several like chronic punishment absorbers who have no regard for their safety yeah yeah uh and
1: yeah yeah i i i, I don't know what to say about this because like like the keith lee swerve strickland thing we've said it a billion times you know like we want to see this thing happen and it just never happens and it always feels like it's because oh yeah we've got more important things to do and then we just see some trash that <laughs> no i don't care about i want to see fucking keith lee and swerve strickland
0: but i mean um, like all you have to do apparently is uh devote five hours of your week uh, to uh following the whole galaxy of aew Oh, am am I missing stuff on the other shows? Probably. happening. I I, I, (sighs) I mean, I've increasingly perceived this like that. It's been more meaningful, like uh, stuff on other shows, like as time has gone by, because of course, when it was just dynamite, there was just dynamite when it was dynamite and dark, nothing like like there were people on dark, but it wasn't like critical essential stuff. I guess it was definitely storylines. Uh, yeah. but, um, uh, now that there is rampage and, uh, collision, it feels like important stuff is happening over there. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I guess I have to carve out the time. Yeah. I mean,
1: honestly, <laughs> what I'm doing right now is just, uh, uh, listening to recaps on my way to work. That's, that's about all I can manage. I, if there were re- re- recaps of recaps, that would be a uh, huge for me. Honestly, that's what I want the show to turn into. I just want us to be derivative of derivative of original.
0: Yeah, I think that that's the the sweet spot. That's where the real money is,
1: and we're getting there. We're getting yeah, there. We we have there. a goal. It is a very modest goal, and by golly, we're gonna we're gonna achieve it. Probably, eventually, someday. Maybe. Darby Maybe. Allen giving Keith Lee a code red. Holy shit balls. Hmm. It, that's, um, all
0: the, the, that's the that's the the other side of um, of it with uh, with Keith Lee is that um, he does incredible impressive things uh, to to other people with his size and his bulk and then like you know he's a lot to to move whether he has like whether whether he is like helping or not helping uh but the, the i don't know like the, the that's that's something you see about as often as you see him throw somebody is him getting like uh like suplexed or something like oh good lord that's that seems like that's a real pyrrhic victory
1: <laughs>
0: that yeah but the dude does
1: it and he's fantastic he makes other people look good while still looking great himself
0: i mean incidentally he's he really youthified himself again but what, was there more what else no, did he well, do? No, I no, I mean he, um, with the with the dyed hair, he just looks like like younger again. Uh, like he he's not doing the gray, and he he's like shaved up. Yeah, yeah,
1: I get, uh, I I am so torn about that because I don't want to tell anybody like, hey, you gotta look younger because we fucking live in Hollywood and that literally every day we get like, you need to be younger and skinnier and prettier. Fuck you to death. Um, So I don't want to tell anybody you should look younger, but like dude looks hella more impressive when he's got dark hair. Um, Like maybe he could have shaved it instead of, you know, uh, leaving the gray on. I, I like my principles say, keep the gray hair, man. But like,
0: when I'm watching it, I'm like, "Dude, looks scarier this way." Yeah, I don't, I don't um, like con, like uh, considering it's it's uh, like definitely like more often the case that men get a pass on looking older than women ever get a pass. Like the fact that uh, a man is not getting like uh, like a pass uh, is like I don't know. It'd be great if everybody could uh, like feel free to to look their age, but if somebody has to try to look younger than they are. I don't mind if it's a man once in a while. So you're saying this is reverse misogyny and
1: therefore a good thing.
0: <laughs> I guess that's where I came out to. Okay.
1: I can live with that. Uh, I thumb this thing up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's just a, a, a great combination and a great match. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, uh, now here's the segment where I'm like,
1: you didn't need to put Darby in that first one. Cause this is where Darby's good. Like he's just being himself. He's telling us this is a thing about my life. I'm introducing this Nick Wayne fellow. I feel like they both get over. Uh, Have you seen Nick Wayne yet?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember when he, they first, uh, like uh, when when he first sort of came onto the radar, uh, he still is very young. Right. But it seems like this. Yeah. He just turned 18. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So he must be coming up uh, soon.
1: Yeah. uh, He, next week that's oh, uh, really said, as, as soon yeah, as yeah. next
0: week okay
1: uh he's been i saw him in gcw and um another couple local shows uh here uh the past year or so and you know obviously he's uh he looks amazing he's he's been working all this time and now i guess like yeah he's officially old enough that um he can go so we'll see should be pretty cool yeah
0: um so and, this was interesting learning about uh, about uh, like uh, his his uh, his family background and all of that. Yeah. Uh, and again, <laughs> if he just just let Darby do this, it, he would have been more over at the end of the day than he is now. You know what? It's it's been an awfully long time since we got like one of uh, Darby's like skate videos or anything like that. Yeah, Mike. I feel like they
1: must have. Well, either he stopped doing them because like they were getting feedback, They're like, ah, oh, this is too cheesy, or it just takes too long, because, like, dude's working.
0: Dude's traveling be. all around the damn country. Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess that's probably... I, but I think, like, uh, he was doing the videos from where he lives, like, and I think he lives in Georgia, Uh, so I think he was doing them when he... I don't know, like, during the rare opportunity he had to be home, and uh, I guess I don't know how um, how how many days do you think they're on the road in AEW I, since they don't do ha- like uh, house shows the same way. I, I wonder if it's less. Yeah,
1: it's changed now because of Collision, and so I don't know. I want to say they were only uh, on the road for three days, and now it could be four or five. I
0: yeah, it, I uh, it probably uh, amounts to most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate I missed the the skate videos. If they if they ever did those again, I would I would uh, dig it.
1: Yeah. Uh we got Jungle Boy driving up and uh he says he's gonna go talk to uh Tony Khan. He's slick Hollywood, Jack Perry now. Hook jumps out and attacks him. Oh <clears throat> no.
0: He jumps back in the car and goes away, and then that's that. I wonder, like how like, I feel like it's hard to jump in and out of cars like willy nilly, but you know that's what makes him Jungle Boy. Agreed, agreed. I mean, maybe this is a special like
1: a uh, uh, crash car setup. They've got a bunch of uh,
0: pads in there for him to just dive right into. It, you know, like it, it must be the, tech, the technology from the uh, the Dukes of Hazard uh, General Lee car. Uh, Without the corresponding uh, Confederate flag technology, <laughs> thank goodness for that. <laughs> uh,
1: this disappointed me deeply. Did it? Uh,
0: well, I know I it already. Like, it has a strike for you with the cars. I mean, yes, <laughs> definitely
1: that. Um, I I I middled it, even though, like, in retrospect, I feel like it should be a down because it was exactly the same thing. As last week, Um, I, I guess I middle it just because it was so short. So like, yes, I, I see where this is going, but at least it didn't like overstay its welcome. So that's all I got for that.
0: That helps. Uh, I guess I I middle it also just because it, yeah, it was um, I, I, what I want is like big, big bites of like a, a juicy piece of shit burger. And this yeah. one didn't didn't really deliver that. Yeah, they are
1: sort of like a, um, give, giving giving uh, uh, Jack just like a little slack each time, so that he can you know like work on this his presence and this persona. Because um, yeah, obviously, if this were a five minute promo where he had to be like I'm the greatest in the world and you suck and all you people can eat my dick, uh, it would be absolutely terrible. So this is the correct amount of this that we should be getting.
0: So do you yeah. think anyone's ever done like a 60 a minute Iron Man promo? I oh my about, goodness. How, how, how incredible an attempt would that be? <laughs> I mean, like, who, 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 who do you think would do that? It's a filibuster. So like Bernie Sanders, I
1: guess, <laughs> um, uh, Tip O'Neill. <laughs> I'm trying to like think of senators and that's what I got. I got okay, <laughs> T- okay. Bernie Sanders and Tip O'Neill.
0: <laughs> what do you really know about Tip O'Neill?
1: <laughs> uh, he was the Speaker of the House in the 80s. Uh, he was Irish. There were a lot of jokes about him drinking a lot.
0: Uh, read a lot of Doonesbury back in the eighties, so okay, that's okay, largely the extent of my knowledge I, of I him. I feel like I also like uh, that if I know about him at all, that it's probably also how I do. But I don't. I sure don't have a lot of details.
1: <laughs> what are you gonna do?
0: Well, uh, we got the uh,
1: first of uh, hopefully many Mox and Cole segments. Um, they're they're spending bro time or whatever in a gym. Uh, this was pretty there's a, fun. There's a bit where uh, um, uh, they're lifting weights and then uh, they see a fat guy and uh, – uh, did I say Mox? Max. Max.
0: Uh, Max.
1: Yeah. MDF. Yeah. I'm I uh, got new glasses and I'm still getting used to them. So sometimes that's what's going to happen. I'm going to say Mox when I meant to say Max. I'm going to say uh, Billy when I meant to say yeah, Philly, I guess. Is Philly <laughs> – is, is there a horse in the show somewhere? Uh.
0: You know, that's a good question.
1: It's not a good question. It's a terrible question. <laughs> um, yeah. Max sees a fat guy and he's like, that guy is so fat. It's, tells a, you know, like a um, a fat joke. And Cole says, you can't say that. And I'm like, uh, well, you know who he does remind me of? And they both go, Tony Schiavone. And <laughs> like, all right. All right. You got me there. Uh, um, and yeah, this, this whole segment was, it was, yeah, we're, we're going down the road of, uh, musical, uh, MJF and I don't hate it.
0: No, not at Based all. T- I think it's, it's been, it's been a while since we had this wavelength from him. And so having, uh, he, he's really like, so good at like, uh, balancing out, like whether he's a character who wins or whether he's a character who, who, who loses. And in this segment, he loses a bunch of times. Like he's constantly getting, getting uh, the short end uh, from, uh, uh, from Adam Cole and, and playing that, that energy. And that, I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah. He's playing low status and consummate professional that he is. He can do both. He can do high and low. Um, there's a justification for him playing low status. Like, like A, it's someone he has looked up to for a long time, and B, like, oh, hey, here's like a legitimate shot to also become the tag team champions. Um, like, yeah, sure, I'll ingratiate myself to this person and you know, uh get him on my side. Obviously, I'm gonna stab him in the back someday. You oh, know, yeah. um so it all works. And we get to have some silliness um, without uh, straining credulity too much. I am still in a place where I feel like Adam Cole's reticence is the problem here. It makes sense f- from the you know like sort of the smart face perspective, like obviously he's going to stab you in the back, so you can't trust him. Mm-hmm. But also, like I want to see him having fun, and we're not there yet. Um,
0: yeah, and maybe that's I, I part guess, of an
1: arc we're getting to, but
0: I, I wondered if we were going to get to a point where in spite of himself, he buys into like uh, what MJF is doing and and then that's when it starts to come around.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we'll talk about it later because I I do have some thoughts about it that I didn't have previously, uh, but you know, what I I thumb this up. Yeah, me too. Uh, we got the acclaimed, uh, uh, Max and Anthony and Daddy Ass versus the Bollywood Boys and the Blade. Poor Blade had to get a, <laughs> a, a another partner because Butcher
0: is part of the uh, Eliminator Tournament this week. It's an interesting, I, like, a cascade of people that are with people that they aren't normally with, which is a, a nice novelty. I do like it. I do like it very
1: much as much as I still question, um, I guess the, uh, how this whole eliminator thing is working. Um, The fact that, yeah, we're seeing new things uh, does
0: please me greatly. Something that is disappointing to me is that we don't get to see an entrance from the Bollywood boys. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
1: but they're very clearly straight job in here. And so. Oh yeah, you know.
0: no, absolutely. But they are, uh, and I'm not saying that they're, they're, they're quite on the, the level of adult and castle, but I think like in terms of um, they're not so far away from that in, in the sense that what, if they deliver one thing like that is like a top level and it, it would be the, the entrance that they might do uh so i think that that could have been worth uh, making the time for but
1: you know so i, ag- a- I agree uh especially since like tony Neese did that a couple weeks ago um when uh, miro came back i guess i was on collision um they just did a like a he got a a couple minutes to be like ah yo, all you people are fat you should do some you know like a um jumping jacks with me because i'm a fitness guy uh it was real fun uh people got into it and then you know got him some good heat to just get destroyed uh, by Mira immediately afterwards it was great they could have yeah, done that it, here yeah could they ended up going with the Harley Cameron thing at the end so like time wise I get why you
0: yeah that. yeah you're you're gonna do one or you're gonna do the other and uh, you know they've already committed to Harley Cameron like uh, I guess pretty pretty hard yeah um, I did miss that segment a couple weeks ago
1: with uh, Harley Cameron and Anthony Bowen's um, uh, I, I need to go back and watch it because, uh, like you know, they're they're bringing it up again. Uh, this segment w- seemed acceptable, I guess. Like the Harley Cameron character isn't over with me, uh, but it's not terrible. Like there are some terrible, you know, uh, um, uh, snarky diva kind of characters out there. Um, WWE is guilty of. Ninety-eight percent of them, Um, and this is you know whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm not really into it, but you know this whole thing is what it is.
0: Yeah, I guess so. It's it's uh, it's okay, I guess. I don't know if uh, it's gonna come around to being like especially strong, Uh, but then you know coming out of the the uh, QT Marshall uh school of uh pro wrestling. Uh I don't know what the chances ever were. Yeah, yeah. And then
1: uh um Billy ends this with uh, suck it, which he's kind of been tease he he teases pretty regularly um you know, cuz that's his old catchphrase and actually did it tonight and I was never the hugest fan of it back in the day and now like i don't that's not a nostalgia button that i need pushed <laughs> so uh, the whole thing just felt you know like well this is for somebody this whole thing is for somebody and it's not me so you know in the middle it it's not bad it is exactly what it's supposed to be so
0: uh and you you put that separate from the match oh no the whole, together as is, one. the whole thing as one together, okay you know? Yeah, all right. Uh Yeah, I don't know because um uh, the, the the acclaimed had an uh 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 Max Caster had a, a nice uh rap, not not his best necessarily, but a good one.
1: Yeah, solid Canadian rips. Yeah. You thumbing it up? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, right. I guess I will. Thumb your heart, man. Yeah. You do what you got to do. It's up. Uh We have a Mox promo next. Um, Basically putting over Eddie. Uh, We're talking about Eddie, who is now the NJPW strong, uh, never open weight champion. Um, And basically Mox is like, hey, man, uh, put aside this bullshit with uh, Claudio that you've had for 10 years and be one of us. Join the dark side. Um mox is great as always oh, to yeah. your own um my only beef is that eddie gets a fucking slide that says hey congratulations you won an njpw belt where the fuck is willows Hmm. oh
0: fair enough what yeah. the fuck
1: uh, i think she's uh, already
0: i think she's already lost though she has uh, she's lost yeah. it to
1: julia and so like it's possible that um njpw was like you know what this was like a um this called on fly we're not happy about it um don't push it we'll get it off of her real soon um and you know like i i guess if tony was like okay we won't make a big deal out of it you know as a gentleman's agreement or whatever but i think it's a if it's a real fucking shame Cause yeah. they should be pushing Willow to the moon anyway. Yeah, you have this, you know, freak accident. Fucking use it. And I think Jesus.
0: that, uh, regardless of like what Willow's qualities are, and I think she's worth, uh, worth like pushing anyway. Um, but you, you always want to give credibility to the belt. Yeah, uh, and like, like the if a belt is sometimes celebrated and sometimes not, that definitely undermines it a little. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I have to assume that it's some sort of, um, wrestling politics that I'm
0: unaware of. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I'm sure that there's a lot of weird, complicated stuff between them. Yeah, but it's still, it still irks me. Uh,
1: and it's also, it fits neatly into, you know, uh, uh, Tony Khan not giving a shit about the women. So uh, whatever. This segment was fantastic because it's Mox and it's Eddie. You know, Mox talking about Eddie. So this sidebar thing, unrelated. This still gets a thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got uh, um another drawing uh, for the Eliminator tag. Um, it's a uh, uh, Matt Hardy's in there, and RJ City pulls in, pulls one out and says, "This is Jeff." And absolutely no one except for Matt Hardy, who has been scripted to say, my brother, Jeff, hmm. no, it's Jeff Jarrett. Um, I hate that guy. Hmm. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I still think it's stupid the way they're doing this at the same time. Like it's a goofy 30 second thing. To let you know that, you know, this is going to be one of the wacky pairings. So I can't hate it because it's doing its job. And I thumb it up.
0: Yeah. uh, uh, I guess I thumb it up also. Uh, Hey, hey, it was all right. Thumb your heart. You think the, are you sensing that I'm not, my heart's not in and up? I mean, if you start a, (sighs) (laughs)
1: <sighs> <laughs> if you, if you start to, like, your wild praise with a gigantic
0: soul-rending sigh. <laughs> okay, I feel like okay. maybe you're... Okay, you tell I guess me, though. It's a, you tell I me. guess it's a middle. Is it a middle? All right. Yeah, I guess that's more honest.
1: So it shall be noted. Uh, we got Wheeler Yuda cutting a promo. A very good promo about how he's beaten... uh, uh Guy Man. What's his name? The guy who does all the... The thing's good. Kenny Omega? Thank you. Uh he beat him w- uh, uh once, so like he can do it again. And yeah. He
0: just cuts a, a, a good, mean promo. I like it. He's he's doing a lot better for sure. I think that he started off like not the strongest uh at cutting at cutting promos, definitely. Uh but he he's improved some. Yeah. I mean I yeah, I, I think um You know, you just do a
1: tight, focused promo, kind of get in and get out. And this wasn't, like, real short. You you got some time to build up some steam. So, yeah, I I like it. I like it. Uh, Thumbs up, then? Yeah, thumbs up for me. Okay. Uh... I don't know. Uh... Look, there's only two of us here. So (laughs) if one of us has given their thumb,
0: the other is probably Uh... next. You can't wait for Teresa on this. I thought we were going to call her up. Uh, uh, (laughs) It was all right. I I didn't love it as much as you. I guess I'm a middle it. Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: We got Jericho. Jericho out in the ring. And, uh, you know, he's earned it. He's in Canada. Yeah. You know, he's going to come out and talk about driving past Balzac. He knows that that's the only thing I'm going to write down about this. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's doing his thing, and that's fine. What do you think Balzac is? Uh, I'm absolutely certain that it's a town in Canada. It not only does it sound like a scrotum, but it also sounds like a town in Canada. So
0: let's find out. Uh, I'm going to bring up Urban Dictionary.
1: <laughs> uh, Balzac is a hamlet in Alberta, Canada. So there oh, you go. Okay, spelled with a Z and a C. So. Uh, very close to the poet and also uh, the uh, guitarist for Guar. That makes sense. Uh, Then the, the let's call it the music for Don Callis.
0: Oh my God. It's
1: just, it's just, it's that the sounds that you would get in, in, some action movie or a science fiction thriller or something the alien is coming and there's just like a deep
0: <laughs> uh, the is, uh this this moment was probably the highlight of the whole show yeah 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 uh the
1: place comes unglued,
0: and and like you know, you you get cynical sometimes about like, oh, I wonder if they're juicing this this up or or that or 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 whichever. And you know whether they were if they were giving something a little extra to emphasize like what they want the crowd to be, it was it was unquestionably an out of control reaction that <laughs> probably was like not appreciated by the people that we're needing to try to do something. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, It got to the point where
1: it was difficult to hear the people on the microphone because the audience was so loud. I could still hear them. And to me, that says either the crowd is so loud that the people in the ring are, you know, having difficulty making themselves heard over microphones or uh, um, the sound people have, are, the sound people are so skilled that they know that that is, you know, the takeaway from it and have managed to pitch the levels just perfectly so that it sounds like the people in the ring are being drowned out when actually they're not. And we know for a goddamn fact that the sound people at AEW <laughs> are mid at best. There is no way that they intended and pulled that off. So we have to assume that it was real. Interestingly, um,
0: earlier in the segment, they like Chris Jericho was perturbed when they booed Stu Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, too, I
1: too was surprised. And, and when uh, uh, Taz says, like, oh no, they're saying Stu, I
0: was like, <laughs> were
1: they? I don't know, I can't tell.
0: But, but in general, like the crowd was like out of their minds and it was yeah. quite delightful. Yeah, yeah. This was like this was like an ECW crowd. They
1: were into it, they knew what to do, how to how to act. Like obviously they love Don Callis because he is so good at what he's doing, and oh, they are God. appreciating him by giving him the loudest fucking
0: booze imaginable. And it, it is you- oh, it's wonderful. I'll tell you, it's 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 really like it makes me wonder why he hasn't been at this level for a long time. He's been in like, I, I guess it's I think it's fair to say like relative obscurity, uh, doing stuff like uh, Impact, um, and and he's as good as as Paul Heyman, really, or well, yeah. at least close to it. I mean, also though Paul Heyman was not in the spotlight for a very long time too,
1: and there's a lot of things to do with that. Uh, like you can just get booked shitty. If you just get booked shitty, you can't get over no matter how good you are, and you know uh, if if you have if you're on a bad show, you can't really do anything, and like you'll get recognized uh they're like oh man this guy's real good i wish he weren't on the shitty show um and then there's also just like yeah s- s- it's a real hard life and maybe he decided to just take some time off and do whatever else uh win or lose you know like it uh it couldn't possibly beat your body down as hard as uh, uh the road life
0: yeah i guess that's fair I I wonder like what's uh what's going to go down between uh Don and uh and uh, Jericho though. That is a good question. Uh to me,
1: uh especially based on what happens later in the show, it feels like it it, it feels like the JS has kind of run its course. Yeah, uh, I think Sammy's so. basically broken off. Um maybe Sammy and Garcia will continue to be a thing. I don't know. Uh Garcia is like Garcia is just hitting his stride. He's just getting over with the dancing thing. And so like now it's it's kind of early to uh um uh you know take him out and like throw him out on his own. But he he'll probably he'll probably do well. he will be fine if But he, what's going to happen to Jake Hager? Uh <laughs> it is a very good question. It's a very good question. Uh he should just join the uh mogul affiliates. Yeah. Um, or a QT or a QTV. Stop! Stop! Look! Look! We don't care for his politics, but nobody deserves to be thrown in with QT Marshall. All right. <laughs> all right. All I don't. Right. I don't care if he if he murdered somebody in Saskatoon. Nobody deserves that. Life is cheap in Saskatoon. Um, it really is. I mean, my goodness. Uh, this. Yeah, this. This all you know just sort of leads up to. Uh yeah, what are you, what are you going to do? You going to split with JS or and join me or uh is Don Callis going to join him or he, he says maybe and we just sort of like walk off and sort of, you know, leave it in limbo. I I don't know. I like what is that? What is that with Jericho and Don Callis? What what would we get for that?
0: I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, Because they they both talk.
1: Yeah. Like, nobody, neither of them needs each other to get over. Would they get super over if they were together?
0: I'm not disinterested in what the combination would be like. They, I mean, uh, um, uh,
1: Don still has Takeshita. Uh, He has a working relationship with the BCC, but like, if you put all of those people together, that's just too goddamn many. So, you know if you just have Kalis and Takeshita and Jericho, is that
0: a thing? I don't know. It would be interesting
1: training for Takeshita. It certainly would be. Uh, and it would definitely be the sort of thing that would be like, here's the next level for you, you know, is to really get over uh, um, uh, the strength of your personality, mic skills, that sort of thing. Um yeah i don't know i don't know
0: i have a fair amount of faith in all of them though so yeah yeah i'm pretty into it i think i think it'll be fun whatever the whatever shape it takes yeah yeah
1: and this obviously just gets an up i mean if
0: yeah yeah the
1: audience on its own you know gets that up and then anything else they do on top of that is gravy the music on its own just gets a thumbs up
0: yeah
1: Yeah, absolutely (laughs) um there's a uh, package for Punk and Joe at Collision. Um, okay, this is this is fine. I mean, Joe is always Joe. Uh, Punk is, you know, kind of kind of doing his uh, old man Logan kind of thing, where you know, like I'm slowing down, but I still got you know something to teach the young whippersnappers, and I'm finally going to beat this you know mountain that I've uh, climbed this mountain I never climbed, and am um, you know beat Samoa Joe.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, like, um, like what's never been in question about, uh, punk is what he, what he can do, uh, like on the mic and, and like, like as a, as a performer. Uh, like I, I, th- I think he's really good at doing stuff like this. And this one was pretty fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, the, the job is to sell the match on Saturday. Sold.
0: I'm yeah, really intrigued. I'm into it. I, I absolutely had like all these thoughts about the history of it and the, the enormity of the challenge and so forth and so on. Yeah. Uh, I will say.
1: um, I was mad because we cut from this where, you know, like uh, uh, we're selling the next uh, uh, round of the uh, Owen Hart tournament. With these two people talking about each other to, Hey, Hobbs and Stark are doing a thing. Uh, here's a, a quick recap with some, uh, old footage. Okay. Let's move on to this other thing. I'm like the fuck Hobbs deserves time to talk shit about Stark. And Ricky deserves time to talk shit about Hobbs. Oh yeah. And I th- I think that's a, an unquestioned missed opportunity there. And then it's especially irritating Because then we go to another segment that talks about the thing that punk did last week. So you bookend this nothing that we should have been giving time to Hobbs and Starks with more fucking punk. And that's, um, I don't put that on punk. That's just like a bad uh, writing decision, production decision, the flow of the show really uh through hobbs and stark under the bus and that's one of the things that I want I, I'm most interested in so
0: um yeah yeah it's unfortunate and I can't think that it's something that reflects their priorities I I I it just seems like uh like an error in in how they constructed the show like if they like did it again maybe they would do it differently
1: yeah, um, it's just now they have um, five hours of TV instead of two and Tony can't keep uh, track of everything and Tony doesn't even always catch these things to begin with. So uh,
0: here we are. Yeah, um, and, and that's something that they need to consider is if uh, Tony is uh, doing everything himself, then that's something that they probably should change for multiple reasons. Uh, just one yeah. of which would be that one person can't do it all but one person shouldn't do it all anyway. Just because, like, uh, something people are looking for is for these shows to have their different flavors, and if they're all coming from the same bucket, then that's going to be a problem.
1: Also, we know how that fucking turns out. You turn into Vince McMahon, who's a fucking maniac. It turns out shit content. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how, how you make that work i don't know who you give the book to but um yeah uh, we need more more cooks more cooks in the kitchen
0: yeah and and certainly like uh like more more female cooks would be beneficial i think for for separate areas of the show oh my god a female booker is that even imagine physically possible i don't know man women uh, just are not constructed that way the bodies can't handle it Maybe I'm dancing if I'm flying too close to the sun here. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh. So like this next segment is a
1: Roddy Strong medical update. Um. Like he comes in and uh, uh, um. Uh, he's there and they're saying like, oh yeah, he can't wrestle. Then Cole comes in and and Roddy's like, hey, what's the deal with you and
0: MJF? Which
1: is terrible.
0: Um, and, and also has been answered. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly uh but it's like yeah it was like a like a jealousy thing um and then uh uh, cole just got it gets a text from mjf was like a a, um like oh yeah the double clothesline which is a fun bit but um like it started to get me thinking like oh wait a minute is this a heel turn for cole is that what we're building to um which, if
0: that's the case, like uh,
1: maybe, maybe I can be into it. Yeah,
0: I can't say I'd be sorry if it went that way. Um,
1: yeah, but I, I, I mean, it makes Roddy look like a chump. First off, uh, second off, the way they bookended the uh, Hob Stark thing, uh, I, I thumbs this down. Uh, I was, I was really unhappy with all of this.
0: Okay, uh, I guess I middle it.
1: That is your prerogative. Yeah, person. it sure is. We got uh, MJF and uh, Adam Cole versus Daddy Magic
0: and the Butcher, baby. I keep forgetting that the uh, tournament is constructed the way it is and being like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um
1: MJF comes out, and, yeah, playing low status is so funny. He's just going and just, like, doing, like, the uh, the junior Young Lion thing, or, like, you know, Adam Cole does the boom, and, like, he's underneath on the floor doing the boom, and <laughs> all this stuff is just, uh,
0: it's wonderful. I love it. I thought it was uh, really interesting to me that he he did the same boom gesture that uh, Adam Cole does because uh, the Undisputed Era guys all had their own kind of variation on it and only Adam Cole did that specific move. And I was like, of course, MJF (laughs) would just do the same move. Of course he would.
1: (laughs) Uh, Like during the match, you know, uh, MJF is trying to get Adam Cole into it. Like... He, like holds his hand out to do the uh, the heel cheating thing. And he goes like, no, no, and he's like, do it, do it, do it.
0: He yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, grabs yeah.
1: his arm, and the whole, everyone just goes nuts. Um, uh, obviously, obviously, we know how this was going to go, but the whole thing was just like you know watching watching them do it, and
0: I was fully delighted the whole time. It was great. The antics were fun, and there and there was like solid storytelling going on
1: yeah uh so they win uh, mjf gets on the mic he's pandering as hell he's like we got any devil worshipers in the house tonight mm-hmm. and of course canada is ready for it they are chanting for him and you know it's like, second <laughs> we have anything for a certain someone else and like into the mic because you know he knows what he's doing he's like do the thing He makes a fucking Simpsons reference. Adam Cole gets to do the thing. Uh, It's wonderful. There's a, oh, it's Adam Cole's birthday. Looked it up to double check. It is indeed his birthday. Oh, streamers and a birthday cake and a birthday hat. And, and Cole does the little thing on the, uh, noisemaker. Uh, um, MGF is like teasing the birthday hat. Like, what should Mm. I, should I, should I, um, he talks to the camera saying, like, I'm going to, I'm going to shove his face into the cake. And then of course it turns around and he gets his face shoved in the cake, but it's okay. It's all great and wonderful. And at the end, Cole's like, thank you, my friend. And this is one of those things where it's, it's peak sports entertainment it's you know uh, um uh the rock this is your life it's just completely over the top cartoonish bullshit but uh when you use just a little bit of it and you give it to the people who know what they're doing like yes i love it give it to me give me exactly this amount do not give me any more than this but this is a this is a perfect amount to make me happy a little dabble, do you Yes, this is the dab I require.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it 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 was a fun uh, segment. I, I don't know if it was like the absolute best cake action I've seen, but it was fun. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't have to be. It's
1: it can't be. Uh, the whole point was just to like get over this growing relationship here, this budding bromance.
0: Yes, Roman. Uh, Yes, Roman. Yeah, that's the right term. Yeah, no, you did right. Okay. I know what I'm doing. The question is whether this is leading to Ladin or Debonair 2 or not. I mean, like, if this is what we're building
1: towards of just like uh, uh, an acceptance by Adam Cole, you know, where he he finally just gives in completely and just goes, you know, full on and. They do a dancing segment. I w- I would lose my damn mind. I would. I mean, um, they got
0: to get back in the New York Times, of course. <laughs> you gotta. You can't just have one, right? No. Nobody writes just one New York Times bestseller. No, I, I mean, invariably you get you get at least two. Yeah. You were you were you thumbing this? Uh, yeah, it's a thumbs up for me.
1: All right.
0: We got Britt Baker
1: talking with Renee.
0: I have no idea what she said. Uh, I, I believe she was talking about uh, Ruby Soho, like mm-hmm. not being able to take her pride and mm-hmm. she's going to win the tournament. Uh-huh. So that's, that's it. That. Huh? Yeah, that was a that, bit. That was yeah. Cool. So uh, your thumb is up. I, I I'm gathering. Yes.
1: In Australia, oh, which means it's
0: down down in the United States.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna do a Stranger Things upside down reference, and it just seemed like too much work. And then I would have to explain the Demogorgon and all that. I just said Australia, because everything's wrong there. Well, you wouldn't have to explain it to me. Thank you, I appreciate that. That's why I podcast with you, Calder. Thank you. What did you, what did you
0: thumb this garbage trash? <laughs> I didn't have a huge problem with it. it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good. I guess I middled it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, it just felt so
1: repetitive. Like, the, like there was literally nothing I could grab onto that was uh, anything that piqued my interest.
0: I want to go back to uh uh like a time in the women's division where I and not the same time exactly like with all, all the stuff that I'm thinking of, um but like um, I just loved Britt Baker's conspiracy theory like bit and that that time frame, you know like the stuff she was doing when she was injured. Um oh, you mean when and, she was a heel? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, like, uh, but, um, yeah, obviously. Uh, and all, and the sort of, uh, matches she was doing, like, of course, the one with Thunder Rosa and we're just not getting that. I think it's, I think it's unfortunate that, uh, in, uh, that Britt Baker is, is has been kind of, uh, like sidelined. I mean,
1: she's, she's doing it for all the right reasons. I mean, she's just like, you know, <laughs> she is essentially responding to Teresa's criticism that she's on there too much by saying like, yeah, no, this is the time to get over other women. So that's what she's doing. She's stepping aside and letting other women uh, do their thing, which is impressive as hell. And she's, you know, like she's doing what's right for business, which is, um, you know, doesn't always happen. Um, and I respect her and love her for it. um, but like uh, have a reason for being on like there's, uh, I don't care to see her right now. And that's, I mean, I, I think a function of the booking uh, cause it's not like I hate her or e- even dislike her or find her work in any way uh, uh, unpleasant or intolerable. I just don't care.
0: Yeah, I
1: can see that. Yeah uh we got uh Jericho backstage with Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara he's like you can't be under my wing forever you know because they're like hey what's what's going on we heard you're talking with Don Callis and you said we're not your family anymore what's happening what's hmm. up uh yeah I don't know uh, and this, this is where uh, we y- find out that uh Sammy and uh um Daniel uh are teamed up for next week or whatever
0: yeah that worked out conveniently didn't it though uh, so this, I guess, like uh, led me to think that it, it, uh, like Chris Jericho is going to definitely go for it with uh, Don Callis. Uh, yeah. But when with all of this, like talk about like what what would be after him saying yes, uh, so like it's not just a hypothetical like, to me, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like I said, like uh, I'm generally for it. Um. Uh, this this whole thing though is just like this is exposition, so you know I'm gonna middle that.
0: Yeah, uh, I up it. I guess I thought it was uh, it it was good stuff, like for what it was. Okay, good deal. Uh, we've got Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho.
1: That we do. Uh, this is like the first time we've seen that belt since she won it right oh yeah I, I that was my thought when it came out um uh i don't even know what you do with that because i feel like at the time if we went back you'd probably be hearing me saying like there's too many goddamn belts why did they give them a belt for this um but then if they had already made the belts and obviously what are you gonna do other than just like not have it and then just bring it out you know once a year or whatever for this thing and well here we are so i don't know it sucks but like i, I, I guess you you spent however much money on the thing you might as well bust it out or, or sell it see if you can get something for it at a pawn shop Ooh, pawn it i like your thinking here uh this whole thing was just w- whatever um you know if i know how the match is going to end I just want a really good match, and I knew how it was going to end and I did not get a really good match. It was all right, I thought yeah i I admit all it there was nothing it, like these are all good wrestlers, but the match was was mid the booking was mid. oh, the outcasts get involved and uh cause Britt to lose the match, yeah. Uh, as much as I don't care for sky blue though, when she came out, I
0: was like, yeah, I'll watch a Ruby sky blue match. I can see this being interesting. I think sky blue is definitely coming around to something like more worthwhile. I I don't know that that's because she's uh, changed especially, but uh, maybe just the way she's being, she's being used. Uh, they're, they're leading towards uh, something important with her.
1: Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. That could be
0: cool. Uh, I middled this. Yeah, I middle it as well. I uh, I wanna. I always want to thumb up uh the women's action, but for, too frequently, I feel like I I kind of can't. Agreed. Uh, they have the talent
1: to make me thumb up every single women's segment. Uh, they have the talent out there in the world that they could hire with all of their money. Coming from Zazlav, from Dizas, from the big old disaster, um, but they're not doing it. So I, I don't know.
0: I wonder what really is going to happen with the Mercedes Monet. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I imagine she's going to heal, finish out her time with uh, uh, New Japan. Um, I would like to see her work in both sides uh, of the Pacific, but like, who knows, maybe it's just too much.
0: Well, to me, I wonder if it makes a lot of sense to uh, do Japan like longer than she's already going to just because it had been my impression that she wasn't resonating with the Japanese fans, like that they didn't from the first uh, know anything about her or care about her. And, you know, whether that has changed or not, I I couldn't say, but it feels as if it's more fertile ground for her to be back in the U.S. Hmm. Well, and also you have
1: like the U.S. arm of uh, New Japan. So, you know, like just do that. Yeah, that's uh, true. I, I am this is another one of those political things. I don't know what uh, um uh probably is nobody's particularly happy to have people who will could go back and forth between uh uh New Japan Strong and AEW at will um, cuz they you know do want to keep their companies, you know, uh, um their brands strong, but I think that would be amazing if we saw, you know, just like a couple of people who would do that, you know, in the fashion of like a a, a champion back in the territory days, who would just like go from one territory to another and hang out for a couple of months and go
0: to the next one. Come you see back that a sometimes year for sure. Like, uh, like, uh, uh, well, I mean, there are the ones that do more short uh, uh, visits, like um, um, uh, 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 Yamashita. Or uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki, or, or people like that, or uh, Machido sometimes will come for for a, a stretch of time and then go. Yeah, but you know, some more couldn't hurt. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, we got uh, the main event: Yuta versus Omega. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. No complaints about this match. They're both great and they're good at what they do, and they gave us a thing that was good. So,
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I didn't think that we were going to get something from Kenny like this uh, so soon. Well, that's
1: Kenny fucking Omega for you, man. Um, I I read a thing he was uh, talking about how, you know, basically people are like, why did you do that? you don't have to do that what's what's mm. wrong with you and to yeah to to everyone uh, credit i guess like they're all right but also he is right you know like he knows what he's doing he's not like some uh backyard wrestling idiot who's like i'm gonna jump through some barbed wire because it would i've f- seen it on tv like he knows what he's doing and he prepared for that and he you know he very clearly planned out this specific spot and, you know, worked it with uh, um, uh, um, Osprey however long he needed to, to make it safe for him. And he was talking about how, like, yeah, like, I I do consider what my life after wrestling is like. You know, I, I, I'm doing this with that in mind, as well as tomorrow in mind and all of these things. Like, I got it. Relax, people. Uh, contrary wise sting may not be as deep a thinker. Um, well, when you get to that age, you're just going to like, fuck it. I'm not I'm here to, uh, uh, here for a fun time. Not for a long time. Uh um, fast. die old, leave, uh, <laughs> leave a corpse, <laughs> die, die old for a wrestler. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, a St- Stevie Richards, um, has a, he's got like a 10 minute breakdown of the of the whole thing where he, you know he talks about like the mechanics of it and then you know like his thoughts about it and um it, it kind of comes down to like well what are we teaching the kids you know like you do this and then of course that you know the next generation is going to try and one up it and you know then you have a dangerous uh, um industry where like you know it's impossible to get over unless you're, you know, getting dropped on your heads, you know. And, I mean, basically, Japan is already that. So many J- Japanese wrestlers are dead or, you know, invalids because this is the kind of stuff they've been doing their entire career. Um, so, like, everybody is right here. And I yeah, don't know yeah. what you feel about it because I watch it. I'm like, that is amazing. You are amazing and you are, you know, a true genius of this business and also like it's horrible please don't ever do it again so mm. I don't know
0: yeah well anyway they delivered pretty well on this one here tonight yeah yeah they did um
1: Don Callis comes out to interfere uh Tequesta comes up behind Kenny and gives him a big old whipping blue thunder bomb that he, he gets kicks out of and then um you know they continue to have a match that's uh, is real good and and Kenny goes over clean uh cuz like he's not going to do that to his you know his canadian homies uh we have this run in the run ins and stuff after the match you know Claudio comes in and you know starts beating the crap out of him and all of this is yeah it's booking you got to do it it's wonderful uh Yeah but, absolutely then the bucks and page come in and we got more of this you know stuff elite versus bcc and and don callis and all this nonsense but before that we got a really fucking solid match with uh, yuda and omega so
0: and uh, interestingly they went a couple minutes over the the normal time limit again Oh did they I didn't even uh, notice Uh it looked like they went at least a couple minutes over to me
1: Huh I wonder if that's a thing that they're uh just allowed to do on the regs now I wonder um, kind of like when when they they get their uh, shit limits lifted. And you can tell because all of a sudden everyone's saying shit constantly throughout the show. Then
0: they got to pull it back. Okay, okay. We we'll, won't we'll go over. We'll just
1: do two to
0: an episode. Um, yeah. The moment there's something important on TV after them, I'm sure they'll get reined in. But uh, whatever whatever is on after them must not be so important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, and I... Uh, I'm always watching it on DVR, so it doesn't matter to me, because um, the uh, DVR is set for like two-hour, forty-five-minute recording, so it'll pick it all up, and whatever, it's all all the show to me.
0: Uh, I remember, uh, you know who Joe Bob Briggs is, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so um, he he t- talked about like back when he was on the on the movie channel or whatever it was um that they were so laissez-faire that he, you know he would go on the air at some, like late late nights and from his telling like it they didn't care how long he went at all as long as he was off the air like by the morning or something like that so he would just run <laughs> movies it's effectively all night if he wanted to because it didn't matter like to them what 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 was on uh, <laughs> so he, he could just be like, okay, like on the fly, let's do another.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, the good old days of cable. Oh man. Uh, I, 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 it, it, I like, uh, the, the landscape we have now in, in a lot of ways and in, in some it's, it's horrible and like, I, I want out badly um but i don't know that i would want to go back to that time at the same time i do feel like there is a pull to like that kind of um 80s or even like 70s like uh like cable landscape where there is this kind of video drum like like no man's land yeah like uh, streaming got so big because cable was terrible
1: so like we can't really ask for cable back but also
0: streaming is now terrible so what are we to do i i don't know i I hope uh physical media sticks around uh somehow somehow uh not a fan honestly uh i i
1: love the fact that i can get uh all this stuff on demand and it irks me deeply that uh like because they start shuffling things around I'm like, oh, Netflix doesn't have this anymore. You got to go over to Disney Plus or oh, Paramount's got this thing now. So you got to go over there. And, I'm like, and I have been doing it. I have been signing up for all of the different services. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, yeah. I like it and it's convenient. But now they're taking them away and they're just yeah. pulling stuff just for a tax write off. And now, like, ugh, do I have to fucking pull out my DVD binder again? If mm. That was happening. I'm yeah, not I, think happy so. about I think so. I think so. I think so. Uh anyway, this was a 75% show, which a little low, a little low. It's it's real low as far as I'm concerned. Um there's still some enjoyable, great stuff to watch, though. So like I don't know, if you watch the first and last match, you walk away thinking it was a goddamn killer show.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh and I uh I think like, uh, I, uh, Teresa would probably have raised it up a little bit. Probably. With a goddamn Pollyanna attitude. Oh, Ugh. my God.
1: Who needs it? Um. Well, let this be a lesson to you all uh, that Teresa uh, should not be allowed to skip episodes. Otherwise, you're going to get a bunch of dour fucks complaining about everything mm. in the world and how everybody needs to go back to VCRs. Mm. Hey, don't knock it. I'm not. I am. I really am. In my oh, heart, boy. I think it's ridiculous. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Until then, the balcony is. Cl- no, wait. What did Joe Bugs Briggs say when he left? Uh,
0: uh, on the on the show he does now, he says uh, the drive-in will never die. Ding dong, ding ding ding, ding
1: ding, ding ding dong.